Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for this week is alayi, alayi or change, frightens so many people because it means departing from a comfort zone. However, change is a part of life and the only thing consistent in this world. The ancient Greek philosopher of Ephesus, Heraclitus, believed that the world exists as a coherent system in which a change in one direction is ultimately balanced by a corresponding change in another. Let us observe the word change as it applies to weight loss. To see a difference in the scale, we must change our mind about what we eat or how much we eat. Nothing changes unless we do. We might change the food we eat, the amount of food we eat, or possibly we may change our activity level to experience success on the scale. Ultimately, we will have to change habits to see change with how food affects our body. Alayi, when one accepts the value and opportunity of change, it is then that growth can happen. This is Kira Moran, President of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new Quad Pod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's QODPOD.com. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast, where we are so excited to welcome you each and every week to help you harmonize the mind, the body, and the spirit so that all can be well, all is well, hola, kala. I love that expression. And boy, am I feeling that way uh, these last seven days. Uh, since I started my emotional decluttering, if you will, I um, got rid of a lot of stuff that was not necessary. I sorted some stuff and I did it with the help of professional organizers, Linda and Meredith of Gabbit Out, who are locally here in Chicagoland, but uh, I'm sure they could answer your questions. We're talking about organization. Last week, we talked about the emotional aspect of decluttering. And today we're going to talk to we're going to get down to business and we're going to talk about the decision to do it. First of all, welcome back, Linda and Meredith. Hi, Kiki. Thanks for having yes. us. It is such a pleasure. It's great to see you. The um, The systems are working wonderful. I'm in a great mood. Glad to hear it. Oh, Glad my gosh. I, that's why we love what we do. Oh, my. Because we make people happy and change their lives. Do most people have the same response when you're done with them? Everybody does. But, you know, it, I even do when I do a junk drawer in my house. I look at that drawer five times in the day just to get, like, a little thrill. Like, oh, my gosh, look how good this drawer looks. So everybody really does, I think, love the feeling of getting Because it's life-changing. Yeah. It, it truly it is life-changing because you're able to go about the day with positive habits, with um, taking action, and not wasting, as I was doing, and I hope to not do it again, wasting time managing my stuff. Quickly, what does that mean, managing your stuff? Well, managing your stuff is um, kind of like when you are searching for a missing piece of paper. You spend 15 minutes looking for it. That is time management. That is managing your stuff with 
using time that you're not going to get back and time that you should not have had to waste looking for something. If everything had a place, then you would be able just to go right, you know, and find that piece of paper. So today, that's what we're talking about with organization ladies. Linda and Meredith, so excited to see your smiling faces because today we're going to talk about getting down to business and just doing the job. What is the first step step to getting organized? Well, the first step, I think, is just realizing that you need to do it and that it's impacting your life in a negative way. And I don't think until people get to that point that they feel like they need to do something about it. But once they do, whether they call a friend or a family member to come and help them because it's overwhelming to start the process by yourself. Um, and if you don't have somebody that you can call or, you know, sometimes people don't want family members to do it because um, they have a little different approach with people with their family too close to the right and they can you know they might go what are you you keeping that for whereas we do not use that kind of approach but the first thing to do is to find um, a company that you're comfortable with um, have them come and do an assessment Um, and with that assessment, what we do is we go and do an assessment I think it's important for us to do that to meet the people and establish some sort of a rapport before you go into their homes because this job can be very intimate. It's, you know, some people are opening up their lives to you through paperwork, through a pantry, through their clothes. Memorabilia. Yeah, family heirlooms. It's a very personal job and we we get to, they have to share a lot of their lives with us. But Mm -hmm. um, We hear stories. We are definitely respectful of the clients we have and um, you definitely have to find a company that you would trust to bring into your home and um, obviously help you go through your things. And it's interesting, you know, you could say that your clutter describes your personality, but I don't know about that. I think it talks more about or speaks to your habits, okay? Right, behaviors, yep. Behaviors. Didn't you tell me something about, Linda, that you were in education or you have some type of... Yeah, I was a special education teacher. So you get this, honey yes. bunch. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so when you are talking, since this is emotional and personal, very personal, and even I, when I was working with you, I thought, oh, my God, I hope they don't look at that and look at me funny. What do you tell the women that you're working with before they go into a space to organize? What are sort of the, like the guidelines? Oh, for the, for the uh, team members, our team members. Um, well, the first thing when I interview um, anybody is we talk about confidentiality you do you know we do not share names of our clients even if we get a referral you know like oh my friend you know Meredith referred me to you well I I don't say anything you can talk to Meredith about your experience with us she can talk but we we are so confidential we it's very important um and number two is um their nonverbal and verbal body language. Right. <laughs> um, you cannot, I mean, we are not here to judge. We are not here to go, oh my God, what's going on here? And sometimes your body language, your eyes can roll, your shoulders, there's... Keep a smile on your face and be respectful. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yes, yes. Do not judge. Right. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? We're not, we don't even think about that. We, we just don't. want to come in and make a difference. And we know we can. And the best part of it is we can do it in like, a, like in a, most situations, we can do it in 10 hours or less. Well, you know make what? Changes. To that make point, changes. like you came into my space. I'm like, how are we going to do this so fast? We just got started, ladies, with the kitchen. We were right. going to start with it. But I loved how when you entered the room, we, we just said hello. We welcomed each other. We kind of got familiar with each other in about five or 10 minutes. And then you got down got to business. To you did it quickly. I think that's important. 
doing right. it quickly. Is that part of your? Oh, it is. Yeah, we say we're fast and fun. Right. We don't. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to let our clients get caught up in the decision making or the um, walk down memory lane. We try to push, um, gently push and nudge uh, through in the decision makings and getting through the stuff. Uh, because it's very easy for, for our clients to get caught up. In well, I did that. I did that. I was looking at all the letter, all yeah. the letters from my kids from the third grade. Yes. I love you, mom. You got a little overwhelmed, a little emotional. Mm-hmm. It's 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 tough stuff. I was crying. So we have to be there to say, you know, give you a, a hug and a pat and say, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Thank God you didn't pat me on the butt. <laughs> so I know we can't say we're freaky fast. So we are fast and we put the fun and functionality. That was from yes. one of our clients. Yes. She actually said that she, they put the fun and functionality. And we, we try to make it fun because it's and not an light. easy thing. Right, yes, yeah. and bring music, and what kind of music do you like? And I right. mean, it's just you know it, and we, you can tell. I mean, we love what we do, and I think most people when they try to att- do this themselves, they love their home, so they can do it. They just have to somehow be guided through it, be guided right. through it, or even just follow some Walks simple tips it. as to how to do it, because not everybody has the luxury of having somebody come in and and help right. them do it. So what is the secret of Gab It Out? I think that the part of it is like the hauling away process. So gals, what is the secret to Gab It Out success? Why people keep calling you back time and time again? Well, I think um, we make it uh, somewhat simple as when we come in and we are addressing the room, you want to start in a corner, you want to start small, and we um, start pulling everything out of that corner. Or let's say it's a cabinet or a closet. We start with pulling everything out so the client can see exactly what they have. And we start sorting it into piles, whether it's shoes or purses or paperwork or uh, school supplies. Or we, we make piles, we gather everything together, and then we have the client um, well, Linda likes to call it go shopping, Shoe which shopping. is um, <laughs> kind of a paring down. If, if somebody has 20 pairs of glasses, we might suggest you only need 10. And so we kind of push Guilty. people into, <laughs> right, everybody is. We kind of push people into letting go of some of the excess. So um, when you put it back into a space, it can fit. It can be organized. So we make piles of what's to keep, what's to donate, maybe what's to give to a, a family member or friend, and then what is garbage or takeaway. Okay. So uh, you find the stuff, you sort it, you get rid of it, or you keep it and you find a place for it. I love it. And you do it quickly and you have fun and functionality. I love mm-hmm. that. Well, I've certainly enjoyed working with both of you and I had such a positive result and I feel so um, I, I feel so euphoric, if you will, because I know what I'm going to do tomorrow with my daily routine and I know where the books are, I know where the pens are, and I'm, I know where my papers are that are important to me. Um, so that feels really good. But in 11 years in business, in the 11 years that you have both been in business, uh, what have you learned about people's piles and messes and disorganization? That everybody has it and everybody seems to have um, go through the same emotions regarding their clutter. Um, it goes from being embarrassed, ashamed, um, overwhelmed, paralyzed. So there's a lot of negative feelings that go people feel with their clutter. And I hate to even use the word clutter sometimes because it does have such a negative connotation. Yes, to it that I just really I we just want to come in and make people's environment more peaceful. And everybody wants that. Everybody wants to have a peaceful bedroom, kitchen. They want a peaceful house. And um, I think that in today's day and age where people, everything is so readily available to get it through the internet, 
people just end up with a lot of extra stuff and everybody's busy with their lives and you know they don't realize if you spend five minutes a day if everything has a place then you can maintain it but once we do this process people are more mindful and we haven't had one unhappy client no. in, in 11 our 11 years. years i'm not kidding you it's years. that is why we love what we do and that's what keeps us doing you know we're getting a little bit older so we're like <laughs> i don't know how long we can do this for physically because it's a very physical job but that's we also like that part of it mm-hmm. and i think probably what fuels fuels you um for example when i am able to share a podcast that is helpful to somebody what fuels you is that you are really making a difference in someone's life you're helping them to um, get rid of some of the distractions that they see and experience every single day in their own, I'll call it, sanctuary. Because our Mm -hmm. home is our sanctuary. It should be a place where we're restful, we're peaceful, Mm -hmm. we feel good. It should be, Mm -hmm. yeah. And some people get used to it. It's kind of like when you put the fan on in your stove, right? You turn it on and you forget to turn it off. Ten minutes later, you're starting to feel a little irritated. You turn it off and you're like, oh, that's what it was. So people don't realize how it really affected them until it's done. They go, oh my gosh, I feel so much calmer now. Lighter, so, But how did I do this for so many years? Or, you know, we hear, why didn't we do this, you know, five years ago? And I really believe uh, in our last moment here, we're, we're wrapping up. We've got a few seconds left. Before we talk, we're going to have you back one final week. Uh, well, we'll have you back in the future again. But next week, we'll wrap up the episode on um, emotional um, uplifting with with organization, if you will, I just kind of made that up, <laughs> but, um, it in the, works. it works, it works for me too. Um, but in the moment, I just want to say that it's, it's just so peaceful and it really just does help the emotions and, um, feeling, um, peace of mind. Next week, we're going to tackle, you're going to share with us some actual hard and fast rules and tips to get organized. Yes. How about that? Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Okay. Linda and Meredith and of Gebbit Out. even put, have some input because you are going to be organized next week so. oh i can't wait i, I just <laughs> i love pitching in all this yeah it's great all right in the meantime you gals have a great week stay right there up next your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well this ola kala moment brought to you by the law offices of liston and centillus ranked number one by the leading lawyers network since 2010 taking care of all your real estate needs Can't find your keys anywhere? This common time waster was a prevalent problem in my life for years. I would walk in the house, drop the keys on the counter, only for them to disappear like a thief in the night. Invariably, one of the six members in my household would move them, lose them, or simply grab them by mistake. My keys, well, they just didn't have a permanent landing place to drop and retrieve when I needed them. Therefore, my keys went missing on the regular. What did I finally do to solve this time-wasting problem? I purchased a key ring holder that has several hooks. I hung the contraption on the wall of the mudroom, which is the first room I see upon entering the house. For the past three years, I've been hanging my keys on the hook. And for three years, I've spent no time looking for my keys as they have a permanent home in which I know to visit on a daily basis. For an Ola day and peace of mind, find a wall hanger, a basket, or any holder of your choice for your keys. Place it where you can always drop and find keys quickly. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com 
at KeffyLight365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Keffy Life.